Hey guys, welcome to the Let Me Call You Back podcast. This comedy podcast features Declan Brooks, my brother, and an aspiring stand-up comedian on our weekly phone calls. We talk daily happenings of life, ludicrous news, and comical interactions with others while out and about in the world. Please enjoy. Government came, took my baby, and nothing's gonna break them back. Are you singing that? <laughs> Yeah, I did. Government came and took my baby. <laughs> Just rewrite a fucking Grateful Dead song into that. <laughs> Government came and took my baby. I was thinking. gonna bring them back. I was thinking more like a Bob Dylan song where nothing lines up. Yeah, no, I was I was picturing in my head the song Jerry's going and nothing's gonna bring him back. <laughs> <laughs> Jerry's. And let's go to bring it back. Did we oh, start yeah. recording? Yeah. yeah, we are recording. Hello, guys. We're back. Episode 31. Back with the team. Um, episode 31. We are back, guys. Welcome. Uh, you are listening to the Let Me Go You Back podcast. I am Declan Brooks. This is my brother, Raymond Brooks. Hello. The young man on the scene in Baltimore. I've heard he's been hanging out very, very, very articulate rooms with blouses and dresses (laughs) blouses i wear strictly linen blouses now at least a three ruffler you're a pussy yes it's um it's it's for the summertime honestly it's it's cooling mm -hmm. it's beautiful it feels nice (laughs) flowing allows your body to breathe in the airs sundress season Um, whole lot of ass out right now (laughs) (laughs) i'm all about sundress season (laughs) all about sundress season Start off by saying, uh, just want to dedicate this episode to a friend of mine we just lost uh, this weekend, uh, my friend Ryan Rosario. Uh, rest in peace, Ryan. You're a great friend. You were a big supporter of all the stuff I love to do, and I'll miss you, buddy. So we're going to talk about you real quick for a second so I can get it out of the way. That just happened. He's fucking... Raymond, can I tell you that he's probably the first child I've ever heard say the word dickhead in public? Like... <laughs> Like him and his brother, like so, and it, it's not even like they were in school. We were at baseball practice, and one of them—they were bad kids. I remember, bro. They used to fight each other all the time. They're twins, right? They would argue with each other. Yeah, they would argue with each other all the time. I think the first time I ever heard the word "dickhead" was uh, like outside of like our house because it's a Philly word. But they moved here to South Jersey, where we lived from Philly, and we weren't really Philly exposed at that point. And I can picture. One playing second base and one pitching, and the other one being like, "Yo, dickhead, pitch the fucking ball, you pussy!" <laughs> like it's like a they would argue cats and dogs. I've never seen two brothers get kicked out of a baseball game for fighting each other in the middle of an inning, but it happened because he used to he used to pitch, and his brother would catch. At the one time, there was like a mound visit; they were talking, and like they just got an argument. And Chris got kicked out of the fucking All Star game, and Ryan stayed in the game and continued the game because fuck him that's like that's how that situation went down but r.i.p ryan fucking all right hell of a dude i uh he was literally my bully growing up and somehow we became friends later on in life and very happy that we did so rest in peace ryan it's gonna be a fun episode now that i just talked about the death so we're gonna be (laughs) we're gonna we're gonna move on past that one but uh last last night we celebrated him a little bit what'd you guys do Dude, just got the boys together at the old fishing hole. Tell me how we all wanted to get together 
just you know celebrate them just like because it just happened we all found out we're all fresh about it everybody took off work monday um we're all like hey how about we get together at the fishing hole hang out and set up like we used to and like what we used to do at the, the spot where we hang out at is at least set up a fire maybe a pop-up tent cook some food and hang out and fish and fish for carp so uh that's what we ended up doing but it was a torrential downpour for probably about four and a half hours oh, yesterday yeah. and like the entire hour and a half leading up to us all planning to get there it was just raining and we were all like yeah we got pop-up tents fuck it we're going out there just to hang out with them anyway yeah let's just go do it so mind you 95 just fucking collapsed in north philly I heard so about this. it's Dude, th- this is the craziest fucking thing, but we'll go back to that. I've been waiting for that shit to collapse for years. <laughs> I know, just waiting for something to happen. So yeah. I can be like, told you it was going to happen. I saw it coming the whole time. You guys called me crazy. But we'll go back to that in a second. Torrential downpour. I'm navigating as far as I can, you know, up 95 until I can't go anymore. And then I get off and take state road the whole way up. It's just like, like dude, it's like foot of water in some puddles like it's crazy like just craziness and we all get there i set up a pop-up tent i had brought a fire fire pit that we set up um we all brought hot dogs and buns and i robbed a bunch of condiments from a wawa we brought beer a bottle of jack (laughs) this tradition ryan loved robbing condiments (laughs) from wawa ryan loved doing degenerate shit at wawa for sure they actually they shared a great story about him last night um they hit a blunt roll and they were in parks casino watching the fights they were like really fucking drunk and at one point ryan looked at brian the one kid in our friend group and was like you won't like that fucking blunt you pussy and he's like yeah you're right i won't and he grabbed it from him and lit him and they started smoking a blunt in parks casino and got kicked out <laughs> that's funny but we had a good night last night, man. We uh, didn't catch a single fucking fish. It was pouring rain for a while until it slowed down. But honestly, the tents kept us safe. The fire kept us warm. We made hot dogs over the fire. We hung out. It was a good night. We drank. We cried. Got over a little bit. So it was a good little blast blowout for him. We didn't catch a single fucking fish. But when his brother showed up, he brought his fishing rods. The only bites we actually had of the night were on his rod. So it was kind of cool. Does his brother live in the city too? Yeah, uh, they live in around the same area up in the Ben Salem, North Philly area. But uh, yeah, he has a twin brother named Chris. If you know Chris or Zara, yeah, send him your love and support and everybody in his family. Um, they could really use it right now. This was a very sudden, unpredictable thing. So um, my heart's go out to their whole family. We did some celebrating with him and all the family there last night. So uh, it's going to be a hard one, but we'll all get through it here, man. It's one of those things, but it really brought out a fucking trash hang last night, dude. Like, <laughs> fucking beer, not in coolers, just going from cold to kind of cold. Yeah. Um, hot dogs on marshmallow sticks with no condiments. <laughs> we ran out of buns, so now it's drunk people eating hot dogs off sticks. Like, just, just hanging out, having fun. It, it was really just one of those weird, fun nights. One of those best crappy nights you had in a while, you know what I mean? Yeah. A couple friends just showed up from here and there, you know. One friend was up in the Poconos, and when he heard out, heard we were having a plan to do this, he drove down from the Poconos to come make the plan happen, so. Any Jersey kids out there? Or no? no, I was the only person from Jersey there, which was actually kind of cool. Uh, his aunt, Aunt Jenny, I think, she actually used to, like, you know, drop them off in Jersey a lot, come hang out in Jersey a lot when they were growing up. And she was like, so how do you know Ryan? I was like, I'm from new jersey i moved over to pa and when i moved over to pa i didn't have really any friends yet when i started living here 
and I had always kept up contact with Ryan, and we both liked fishing, and I forget if it was me or him that asked. But one of us asked the other, hey, do you want to go fishing? We're on a striper fishing up at this place. And that's how it all started again, man. Like, my last memories of them were, like, you know, them leaving our schools, and, like, I didn't have any problems with them. But, like, when you grow, when I literally say he was one of my bullies, he was literally one of my bullies growing up. Like, he didn't do this on purpose. Kids grow up how they grow up, and they're bad kids when they when kids are bad they're bad there's nothing really you can do about it and uh him and chris you know would pick on people and they were kind of mean sometimes nothing against them and uh i got in the fight with another kid his friend group it's either on the playground or it was in the gym the class like we were outside at samuel mickle whatever happened i started throwing hands with this one kid and these two motherfuckers come in and start attacking me while i'm attacking their friend and i'm just like so much bigger than the three people that i'm fighting that they didn't know what to do so at at one point chris and ryan both individually had my legs and the other person was trying to fight me off still dealt that ass whooping you know it boy don't even fucking come looking but fucking uh put the paws on him i put the paws on all the boys (laughs) all the king's men got pants fucking robin hood i'll tell you that so uh yeah man it's i have some crazy memories with him and like as he was growing up uh he moved back to Philly and lose contact with people and like, you know, all the people he grew up with in the East Greenwich and stuff. Like I was one of the few people that he was still hanging out with in person. He still talked to a lot of people from East Greenwich, but and, and you know, he still has a lot of friendships with people from like East Greenwich and Kingsway and stuff. But I was pretty happy to make a friendship with him later in life because he had completely changed in a lot of ways. And I, I give him a lot of respect at one point. I've never had a, a person that hung in those friend groups and you know, cool, popular kids, people, especially people that are known as bullies in their earlier life. I've never really met people that feel as though they owe people apologies. And he used to go out of his way a lot to apologize to me. And he felt like he owed it to me. And I, I just thought he was such a kind, gentle person for being the person he was growing up. So yeah. it's a it's a good day to remember him, man, because there's a lot of good that can be said about him. Um, you just said it. They were bad kids growing up. Man, I, I came to know a completely different person than what we grew up with. You know what I mean? Yeah. So shout out to Ryan. I'm happy to talk about it because it's been a hard weekend. But I had a fun weekend too, dude. I was out there rambling and bambling, dude. You want to go first or you want me to go first about my weekend? What do you think? Well, I know Father's Day is coming up. It's going to be your first Father's Day. Do you have plans for that? So I'm in a tough spot because Father's Day is coming up and the week after it's my birthday and I'm going to be away for my birthday for work. Uh, We're thinking about celebrating a little bit of my birthday and Father's Day at the same time, but we're not really sure. But one of the things that's kind of in my plans right now is to go back to somewhere I just went this weekend because a friend of mine heard that I went. He was just like, dude, I've been wanting to go to that place for so long. We should go back again. I was like, let's do it if it's open on on Father's Day. So what I'm talking about is the Southeast Asian Market, FDR Park in PA in in Philadelphia. Dude, I love FDR Park. It's an interesting little place, isn't it? It's way nicer than you expect it to be when you get there. Because it's just like a big circle. It's huge. It's one of those places that was just designated to not be shitty in Philadelphia. Thank yeah, God. It's kind of, it's like a gem in the city, I feel like. It, and it's right off 95, just in a, a, a nice little spot where you can fish, get a run in, walk around, soccer fields, baseball fields, athletic fields, just options. And the one thing that it attracts is the culture of the city. It's a, a meeting point for people. And the one beauty thing that it has there now is the southeast asian market on saturdays and sundays which starts in the spring and goes till the end of the summer there's different times of the year where it's going on in different parts of the park right now you can find it at parking area 17 or 18 just for anybody that likes to know where it's at just because i i will shout this place out like heavy it was awesome man i bet dude i love that food and shit 
so I love I love Asian food. I love camp, dude. And it's not just it's not just it's literally the Southeast Asian market hits that nail on the head of what region it is. It's not just Cambodian food. It's not just Vietnamese food. There's Nepalese food. There's Bangladeshi food. There's Indian food. There's all different types of people that live in Philly that go there and you know sell their thing. One of my favorite things, butter pan fried uh, quail. Damn. They're just firing up quails. And honestly, they're probably Cornish hens, but I don't I don't give a fuck. Cornish hens fire. <laughs> I just cooked a Cornish hen. But whatever it was, it was a fire and a half. Dude, it was fucking like, what the fuck was it? Three bucks, three or four bucks for a small a whole quail quartered with like a, a duck sauce, man. It was fire. I could eat probably a half dozen Cornish hens myself. I probably could have eaten 95 things, <laughs> dude. <laughs> Dude, it's one of those places where it's all, it, it's set up like uh, things just cooked and out, sitting fresh things out, like sliced fruit and everything. Like they were very clean. People are very set up well. Man, it was impressive, dude. I took my son there. It was Sunday. This was actually the day I found out about Ryan. So I had a really good day and then a really <laughs> shitty afternoon. So, but the good day outweighed the bad, honestly. Honestly, it was such a good experience. I don't even know how to like start with it. Like I took my son out, just me and him. Christina had work. Put him in the stroller, put some country music on the speaker, put it in there, you know, just let him. We're in a whole, we're in an Asian market, but I got to just blast some, you know, Dirk Bentley or Toby Keith in his ear so he doesn't forget his roots. So <laughs> put him in the stroller and just start cranking it. Got a little dirt on my boots. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're walking. And like, dude, this is the cool part too. It's not just the Southeast Asian market. There's soccer games going on. So because there's tons of people playing soccer, there's like little Latino and, and Spanish set up shops like along the games, like selling food, horchata and all different like hand foods you can get while you're there, like, you know, at your sporting event and shit. Just cool little place. So when we get there, first thing I do is I just tell walk through, smell it all, enjoy it all, kind of like take my pick of what's going on so I know what I want. And uh, I started with like some tempura shrimp and lobster balls, all different like little fried like yakitori style things. I got some sticky rice and I all some different options, dude. Like I tried all that different food. I'm like looking around. You have like just the things you would imagine that are like little entrees or appetizers in restaurants, you know, being able to get them like maybe in three packs at the same price that you would normally pay for a singular portion. Awesome options like that, like spring rolls, just saute chicken, like uh, just all different types of like skewered meats and yakitori and different things like that. Fresh sugar cane being pressed and being made into sugar cane juice and fresh sugar and everything and dude it was crazy i was just so impressed you have the options to come there and get anything you need say if you are a person of that culture and you need things to cook the food right they had all the stalls and places of dried pastes and powders and fresh prepped things like it's amazing Raymond. i can't even put it into words and like i might come up there with you this weekend you should you should come spend my father's day with me it'd be very fun i'd enjoy it so like i'm just going around getting skewered meats i got some sticky rice then I'm like walking around, looking around. I got the quail. I got a Vietnamese coffee while I was getting the quail. And then one thing that really perked my query, I uh, perked your what? Perked my query, my inquisitiveness. I'm a, I'm loquacious, Raymond. I don't know if you can tell. I have a vocabulary <laughs> on me. Fucker's got a mouth on him. <laughs> <laughs> I this is like the frugal incident. I just use words wrong. <laughs> um, I stopped at a, a little vendor that he. The woman was making different types of soups, all different types of soups, and like sour soup, sweet sour soup, egg drops, like different things, like 
And the one thing they had was a tilapia noodle soup, which was just like tilapia and vermicelli, Raymond. And oh my God, it was so good. It was like a, it was like a yellow curry sauce with like tilapia and vermicelli. And when I get there, I go, hey, how much is it? She has uh, $7 for in, $8 for home. I was like, what do you mean by in? And she's like, right there at the table in the back. So like, we're in the middle of a park with a pop-up tent. I didn't picture you to be like, oh, come sit at my fine establishment right behind my pop-up tent where I've been spitting at the whole day. There's a guy taking a piss out back. <laughs> Dude, it was honestly awesome, though. Like, I, I just, like, I literally, like, almost, like, delegitimized it. It was so legitimate, Raymond. Right? Like, nice little table set up. They had bought folding chairs. They probably had, like, 12 to 15 chairs set up around the area. There's chopsticks and spoons, different, like, condiments all over the table for you to try. You can tell people eat things certain ways and different ways. They've got a fan going. They have, like, you know, just everything you can eat, cutlery and everything sitting there. And you're just sitting there hanging out with this little, like, Asian family under their pop-up tent behind the stand selling food. And, like, it's me and my son, because, like, at this point, I took him out of the stroller, and he's just sitting in his car seat. He's in a chair. I'm in a chair. I brought a Vietnamese coffee with me. There's a woman yelling at her son. It, what sounds like obscenities, most likely just her language, but <laughs> obscenities. You're like, why are you fighting? <laughs> I just told him I love him. Sounds like you told him to suck your cock, lady. <laughs> <laughs> you sure about that? So, like, dude, it was a fun day. Me and him just sat there. The guy comes over to me, cigarette in his mouth, hanging out of the corner, and he goes, you know how I eat that? I just pick it up and slurp it. I was like, yeah, dude, me too. But I'm, I'm going to just take my time here. <laughs> it was so fucking good, man. I couldn't believe what I stumbled upon. And then I remembered I had to bring Christina some shit home. So then I grabbed some chicken on a stick and got out of there. So, man, it was it was incredible, man. I had such a good time. Yo, this is a, I didn't get to try this last week, but this is something we should definitely try. It's all over the place in there. Stuffed chicken wings on a stick. It's like they use. There's like a, a meat infuser or like a like a meat injector and they inject the herbs and cheese or like different things into the chicken wing. Yeah. Oh, Raymond. There's a fat man's delicacy waiting to happen at any moment there next weekend. We got to get together. I want to. That would be fun. I also need to make a trip. The Christmas party's coming up for Heritage. You know it's almost July, right? Yeah. We are very bad at planning company parties. We're six months late. I need to pick up some, because I'm going to bring something like a side or something for people. And I have been explaining to people the phenomenon of hoagie dip. Hoagie dip. Yes. Right? Hoagie dip. Yeah. yeah. You think I should hit them with hoagie dip? Dude, the last time we brought it up to them, they were fucking shook in their boots. They had never seen anything. They're still shook about it. They ask about it. Every time you bring it up, it's like a ghost. But yeah, I figured I would bring some hoagie dip and blow their fucking minds. I was thinking about grabbing hoagies, but like the party's the next day and I don't want to bring them a day old hoagie. You know what I mean? So what I'm thinking, and you, you could, when is the party? Am I invited? I'll bring the hoagies. It's Monday, one o'clock PM. <laughs> next week? Yeah. Yeah, no, nah, I'm not gonna be able to make that. Um, you could either do that or you come up here, you get all the meats for it. And then have you been paying attention to every single fat fuck on the internet that's been making chopped hoagies, chopped subs and sandwiches? No, what do you mean chops up? Like hoagie dip on bread? Yeah, yeah. So like people like have bit, they bit our fade, dog. They know what's going on now. <laughs> they know, they fucking, they're, bit, they're biting our moves. Yeah. Oh, God. 
about to have to riot. But I've been seeing this thing on like reels and TikToks a lot recently. It's like get whatever condiments you want for a sub sandwich, and then like get the meats and everything. Put it on a cutting board, and then get it like two meat choppers, like the the handheld meat choppers. That's weird. And then they just they put the mayonnaise and all the condiments in there, and they chop it together, and it looks just like hoagie dip. And then they put it right on bread. Yeah. So what I'm saying is, you come up here, get all the good right meats and everything. And what you should do is, in case somebody isn't a like Italian hoagie person, make like an American hoagie or an alternative, like a roast beef and cheese hoagie dip. Have Italian hoagie dip and a roast beef and cheese or like a ham and cheese hoagie dip. That could work. That could possibly blow people's fucking brains out. We're fucking just we're just spitballing fat ideas. <laughs> fat ideas here. That's all. Fat That's all we're doing. Fat ideas. <laughs> I want to start just like a fucking uh, a call-in show, like ask Delilah, like, hey, you're on with Delilah in the morning. Good morning. And just me being like, I'd rather just be like, hey, you're on with Fat Declan in the morning. I'm here to tell <laughs> Like, hey, so I was trying to wonder how to make my meals fatter today. But did you try putting cream in it? <laughs> like, like any, anything Mix they bring up. a little cream cheese into that. <laughs> you, uh, what do you have? Well, I was going to have a caprese salad. All right, well, did you try dunking that in uh some chocolate yeah. <laughs> just, just fucking crazy shit yeah. that's what i would i would love to have like i told you i want to have uh uh the deck the declan from delco page like hey good morning welcome to declan from delco like hey i have a problem with my sister i want to talk about first off is she a birds fan because if not fuck her get rid of her yeah. you know what i mean <laughs> some terrible show yeah dude i'm telling you do it from the heart break it down the night before you know sunday night but you're a slave over that hoagie dip. Yes. Work it. I am, I'm actually, I'm training right now. I'm a chef in training. Really? For what? So I've been cooking recently. I'm getting ready for a trip. I'm going out to Austin, Texas to help a friend cook for a wedding. I didn't know that's what you were going to say. I thought you were going to say you were going out for a fat triathlon where you're going <laughs> to go eat, eat shit and eat a three-mile run bike course for, yeah. for about a week. You stop, put your, <laughs> put your bike down, eat slam a hoagie, then get back on the bike. <laughs> take, you ride up three miles. You have to get off your bike, take your shoes off, eat a hoagie, and then get back on without shoes on and bike with no shoes on for a mile and a half. No, <laughs> actually. Extremely actually, cold pool. No, you, you get off your bike, you eat the hoagie, and then you get on the, on the pegs. With no shoes of another person riding a bike. <laughs> and then when you get to the end of like the mile and a half, somebody's waiting there with a scooter and you're not even getting on the scooter. They're just going to hit you in the back of the ankle with it. <laughs> yeah. Chop your knees. <laughs> exactly. So where are you going for this competition? <laughs> Austin, Texas. I'm going to Austin. Fuck actually. yeah. Dude, Austin, yeah. Texas. I've never been there. It should be cool. Dude, Texas is a fun state. You'll love it. Honestly, Adventure, Texas. If you're a little bit of a thicker white, you're gonna do well in Texas. Of I gotta course. be honest. If you if you go down there and, and act like you really respect your mother, people are really gonna vibe with yes. you. Yes. Well, I do. You know that. But I'm gonna I'm gonna get a complete denim outfit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna get a full uh, denim getup. Maybe a denim shirt with roses on it. Cowboy boots. You're gonna Dallas tuxedo. Yes. You should just get a fucking uh, an astronaut suit, walk around, and claim to be Buzz Aldrin's nephew. It should be crazy because it's actually F1 race week that week in Austin. There's a huge F1 race in Austin that week. Oh, yeah, that's going to be trash as hell, dude. Yeah, it's going to be dope. There's an extreme homeless problem in uh, Austin, so get ready. Yeah. 
Well, I mean, I'm used to that, but... I don't know, man. It's, it seems like the L.A. people, all the L.A. comedians went out there and they were shook by the homeless somehow. Like, they're used to people literally, like... Dude, have you seen L.A. homeless? They're so resourceful or, like, terrible. Somehow Joe Rogan moved to Austin, Texas, and all the homeless people were like, Joe Rogan left. We need to go to Austin, Texas now. <laughs> well, that's like, I'm with my one buddy the other night, and we're, like, on a street where there's, like, two homeless people just, like, you know, doing weird homeless shit, yelling at people, talking to people. And he's like, this is insane, man. He's like, this city's fucked up. I'm like, have you been anywhere else other than here? This is, like, mild. Like, this is not bad at all. <laughs> this is vanilla as fuck. Man, there's, like, an army of homies in the city. Like, yeah. and they're, like, traveling. They have all different... I love when you talk to comedians, or, like, comedians will tell this joke where it's, like, you know, like, being on heroin in Philadelphia is just, like, being in RuneScape, just like with a bunch of quests. You're like, I gotta go over to the L. I gotta fall asleep standing up for an hour and a half. Yeah. I gotta go to 7-Eleven. I have to suck yeah. this guy's one dick. I gotta take the Broad Street line down to yeah. 13th Street, blow another guy, and then I gotta, you know, get a hoagie on the way back up. Come back to the L. Fall asleep standing up again. Yeah. But no, I've been tra- I'm in training right now. I've been cooking, actually. I'm pretty dirty right. at cooking, dude. You doing like some 80s or 90s montages? with? Who are you cooking with? Are you going with Tommy? Uh, I mean, I'm yeah, Tommy. I'm trying to go D1. I'm yeah. getting scouted out there. If I was him, I'd be screaming in your ear all day. You're fucking D3. You're worthless. Hold on. This actually was a great memory for me. I was just at a comedy night the other night, and you you just bring up cooking, so maybe think of Gordon Ramsay, and the guy was imitating Gordon Ramsay. And he uh, he was acting like Gordon. He's like, what if Gordon Ramsay was like a, a snobby pot smoker? He's like, are you out of your fucking mind? I told you to get me fucking backwards. You brought me a fucking roll. <laughs> it was such a good joke, man. Oh, God. Is it Jacob Strom from Connecticut? It's such a good fucking joke, Raymond. <laughs> that is really good. It's, <laughs> it's so fucking good. Yeah. It's a fucking zigzag. <laughs> I told you to bring me a backwards. You brought me a fucking raw cone. <laughs> Get fucked, mate. <laughs> so my practicing regimen, I just, so I just roasted a Cornish hen. No reason. In the oven. <laughs> Tommy told me to work on my cooking skills, so I bought a Cornish hen and just went hard. He hasn't told me. I've just been cooking shit and sending him pictures. <laughs> He's like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> You're like, hey, I picked up a sirloin steak today and I deglazed it with a red wine. Yeah. Put it over some potatoes. Like, I mandolin thin. Yeah. You're like, dude, we're making barbecue chicken. <laughs> we're cooking like three pigs. That's all we're doing. Cooking with three pigs and serving mashed taters to fat whites in Texas. What are you talking about right now? I heard the bride the bride is a Korean woman and supposedly the older or the family of the bride is gonna be doing banchan for all of it. You know what that is, right? Yeah, I love banchan. Yeah, it's fucking amazing. I'm hype. I've told you before, I'm a big fan of banchan wings in Philly. Like, the Korean fried chicken wings. Banchan is like a a way they do chicken wings. It's a style no, where they like... No, no, no. You're confusing it with something. Banchan is all the small dishes of all the little, like, different radishes, onions, condiments, peppers. Oh, yeah. Anchovies. I totally was... I was totally wrong of that. Yeah. So, like, is that, like, when you go to an all-you-can-eat... Uh, Korean barbecue, like all that stuff out there yeah. is considered the banchan. Yeah, that's banchan. Okay, that makes a lot more sense. I never knew what that was. I thought that was just like the vessel for the meats. Also, today, I sent you a picture. 
I was browning some sweet Italian sausage to put yeah. into my crock pot with peppers and onions. I'm doing sausage and peppers right now. So I got that. Nice. Going. You know, I, I appreciate that you're cooking because you're going to have to be able to cook for my boy when I eventually dump him on you one weekend. And you can't just feed him Scooby Snacks, so you got to be able to cook him sausage peppers and onions. <laughs> He's fucking six months old, just eating a fucking sausage sandwich. Like, dude, this thing slaps. You got any spicy brown? <laughs> fucking cocksucker. Yeah. <laughs> Saturday, I took him out. Like, what the fuck was it? Christina just needed a break, uh, whatever the fuck it was. She just needed some space. And I, I like to take him to the booth corner, that Amish market. We go there, and we walk around, you know. We're just not seeing anything we want. We're just hanging out, being the boy. And then there's a little diner in there that I always see sausage, peppers, and onion sandwiches, and people that get them. I was like, I'm going to work on my figure right now. I'm going to sit down and order a sandwich with no bread. So it was just me and my son. Ate myself a sausage, peppers, and onions with marinara. Yeah, that's like all the recipes I've been looking up. It says to add marinara to the peppers and onions. So I didn't think you needed to have marinara with either because I didn't think that was how you would normally get a sauce. I'm sure it's good, but but it doesn't seem classic to me. Do you remember uh, Hidden Acres, our football field that we grew up next to? Yeah. There's sausage and peppers on on the sandwich there. Do you remember that? It was a slap slap. That shit hit, dude. Some concession stand food. Shout out to Tim Absec whipping it up back there. There's just tricks though. Chubby Whites now. And he's the first person I ever saw make cheeseburgers and then let them float beef broth until he put the cheese on them and served them. And I thought, man, I made the best burgers. Like I he didn't was know like that. Well, I mean it makes sense rather than becoming dry, you know what I mean? That's what he that's what he was doing though, man. He had like a bath full of beef broth with burgers in it. When people would order them, he'd flash reef uh God, that is the trashiest thing. I, just think of that mental image of just a, a fat <laughs> of just meat and juice of burgers, burgers. floating. <laughs> floating burgers. Yeah. Oh man, I would have drank that juice. You gave me a cup, I would have drank that yeah. juice when I was eleven. Yeah, man, I could just picture him taking the burgers out, tossing it back on the flat top. Getting one of those, like, the melter cups for the top and just slicing, tossing a slice of cheese on it. Let it melt for a second. Throw it on a fucking potato bun. Send that fucker right back inside for the fat weight at the counter. Man, I used to watch this guy pump burgers out. Like, I would sit there, like, impressed with him. Like, I'd be like, you're good at this, ain't you? Mm -hmm. You're a master of your craft, aren't you? Like, (laughs) he'd be like, dude, stop drooling next to me, little fat. He's actually doing (laughs) it. He did it. He fucking did it. Is anybody else fucking seeing this right now? <laughs> You're clapping. You're clapping. I'm just like, <laughs> just fucking gritting my teeth, clapping like, yeah. <laughs> People are watching the football games behind you. You're just hanging out by the grill. <laughs> Everybody else is watching the other games. I'm just talking to the guy cooking burgers. <laughs> How you doing, pal? <laughs> like, like dude i think that fucking eight-year-old kid's trying to make me molest him <laughs> it feels like he's hitting on the other for a cheeseburger or he wants it <laughs> oh man yeah i got me a sausage pepper and an onion sandwich with the boy at the market then on, when i left there i went to a park and i set up a hammock with my son and just swung like a lunatic fucking weirdo shit i like Backed up to a tree, used the corner of my truck with the hammock. I just see you, like, setting him down and just putting the hammock next to him. He's like, all right, set it up. (laughs) (laughs) Just yelling at him, like, hold the other side, pussy. (laughs) God, you're letting it drop. You're letting it it drop. 
<laughs> he's just yelling at him. <laughs> he's just like, oh. <laughs> nah, it's fucking fun, actually, to be honest with you. I had a nice Saturday with my boy. Went to the market. I need a hammock. I haven't been on one in years. You know, the real deal is go to Walmart, get yourself a 400 pounder so you can, like, you know, really stretch out, eat if you want. And uh, they're usually like 12 to 15 bucks. It's like parachute material. So if you get two of them and you double layer them because you get 800 on that bitch? Man, you know what? I like how you're fucking thinking. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know you were fucking thinking outside the box like that. We just set the hammock up, me and him. I was at the dog park. That's where I went to. There's a good dog park that's like not very frequented anymore. So like I, I like go there and like hang out and I back up to a tree set the hammock up and me and him swung off the side of my truck off my like off my ladder rack blasted some tunes played some games on my phone fed my boy hung out you know just a good father sunday went back to the house ditched him with his mama yeah. i don't even know what i did after that i think i just blacked out um that's not even true i was home the whole night i uh i've been doing a lot of like da- i've turned into a, the ultimate dad dude the ultimate dad I'm just having fires in the yard, cursing at people. Fucking kids. <laughs> I I literally, like, you know, have a fire probably, like, once a weekend when I come home. Talk about grilling. Let me grill something tonight. Let me do something on the grill or something like that. Uh, just slamming ice pops. Living off ice When are you going to, like, start inviting, like, random people in your backyard to see you get friends? <laughs> I am on the precipice. I am... <laughs> I'm sitting, I'm literally like sitting at the edge of my fence. Like, hey, how's it going? <laughs> what are you doing? What's your name? No, I've been, I have been invited to other people's backyards already in this neighborhood. I must not appear to be a scary, scary gentleman. Um, it was just a month and a half after we had the baby. So Christina and me weren't really prepared to leave the house with the child. Like our neighbor across the street, uh, she's cool as shit. She was like, yo, we got one of those margarita buckets where you just add the tequila and we got some friends from the neighborhood coming over. We're going to do some tacos and margaritas. What do you think? We're like, yo, fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sounds awesome. Yeah. They're not bad peeps. Someone's turning around in my driveway. Hope they don't back into my truck. It's It, it was a good one, man. I had to go threaten to kill them or what? No, they pulled right off. They knew there was a crazy white in the car. <laughs> Uh, I, yeah, dude, I've just been living the hammock life with my boy. I did it Friday night too. Like when I got home from work and everything, I had an MRI for my shoulder because I have a pinch nerve I always deal with and everything. By the way, too fat for that MRI machine, so we got to use a different one. Really? I go to this, not too fat at all. Actually, what it is is that they have two different types of MRIs now, and I'm going to call this one that they sent me to the chinzy bullshit one. Uh, it's chinzy? a stand-up MRI. Chinzy. Like chinzy, cheap, shitty. Um, yeah chintzy um they have what's called a stand-up mri and pretty much what it is is you sit your ass into this like space in between and have to get sandwiched in between a wedge like on both sides and then now it's just scanning your back and sides from all these different angles and you have to sit on like a bench the size of your ass cheeks like, it's not a comfortable position. You're, like, expected to kind of, like, support your own self on your own feet and legs. And then they're like, yeah, hold still. Don't move at all. Like, you can't move at all or the image is going to be fuzzy. Yeah. And, like, mind you, there's nothing keeping my head stable. They just put this, like, thing over my head. It's like a ring for the image. 
and like it's not like it's around my neck so my head can't move so like every five ten minutes i'm just trying to keep my head still and then i know where i'll just like yeah <laughs> and like just fuck it up also i'm here for a pinched nerve in my neck where i'm having like weakness in my shoulder you think i'm not having some form of trembling yeah in a position like this where i'm expected to like kind of like hold like muscle stiffness the whole time i couldn't i couldn't even tell i was like not trembling but like i couldn't stop reflexes you know what i mean yeah. and she we got through one scan then when we got to the longer term second scan she uh just couldn't get a clear image and she's like listen it's not your fault she's like most men have this issue because they have wider shoulders for this machine i usually i have the same problem at the barber shop i look like i have a bomb on me my knees are just shaking just like sitting in the chair, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I got a wide base and I got a fat ass. <laughs> Jones right? poking. I thought, I'm a fucking, I got a dumper on the back and I tow it around <laughs> like it's a spare tire, all right? So she says, uh, it's not your fault. You know, a lot of men have this issue because this machine really isn't meant for men with like large, wide shoulders. And like, again, I hit her with that joke. I'm like, are you telling me I'm too fat for this machine? She's like, no, it's. <laughs> not it's literally not that she's like, it's, it's just a hard machine to get men to sit still before and with like the problem you're having like it's one of those things where like it's just gonna push you to a point where it's not gonna be possible like she's like we're just making it worse so i'm rescheduled for my appointment but that's i came home friday i got that done and then i uh took my boy out and i set up a hammock i didn't know where to go and i went to a park down the street but it just so happens the park that i went to at first was a church connected to a graveyard so like i have this sweet moment like hanging from a tree like in a hammock with my boy and i like posted it on the internet one of my friends was like why are you in a fucking graveyard right now <laughs> with your child <laughs> like what the fuck is going on doing seances getting this baby right with jesus christ that's what i'm saying did you baptize the boy yet Dude, I don't know when you're supposed to. I don't know. Well, first off, we can't even drink water yet, so we ain't giving him God yet. Yeah. We ain't giving him the Kool-Aid yet. Gonna give him some Kool-Aid light. <laughs> um, we'll get into this real quick. I did some mics last week in Albany. I was like, finally been getting back out more. My one friend, John Bryce, that I've made up in Albany. It's like, we're both just hanging out outside. And there's this, like, girl who's, like, I think she's done mics like once or twice, they said, and she's just like floating around the scene and hanging out. And she's just watching all the comedians. And we all went and like she came out and was like, immediately like, complimenting my set. She's trying to talk to me. And like, when I can tell it seems like there's a woman may or may not be interested, I immediately start dropping hints like, yeah, my baby at home and my, my partner, my girl, my sweet baby thing, blah, blah, blah. Like, bring up things like that. You're playing defense. Yeah, I'm playing defense hard. I'm trying to, lady, you're not going to fuck me right now. You can't do this. We can't do this. She's like, I, I was like, oh, where do you live? She's like, I live exactly five blocks away. <laughs> like, she's like telling me all this information. I'm like, stop. I'm like, yeah, I'm Philadelphia. I have a girl and a baby. That's like pretty much my answer to every question. Yeah. And she's like asking me questions and stuff. And like, I think I had bummed a cigarette from somebody and she's like, I just stopped smoking cigarettes. She's like, I had a vape and I was heavily addicted to my vape. And now I just have a non-nicotine vape and this weed vape. And I'm like, I'll give my head. I'm like, that's all the same things. What are you talking about? <laughs> and uh, the phrase she kept on using, she's like, you know, it's just about positive habit replacement. You know, just like positive habit replacement. I'm like, okay. 
we're like smoking pot out there. She's like, I don't really do drugs. Drugs are bad, blah, blah. She's like, but the weed is the one thing that I only do. You know, you know, it's a positive replacement. You know, it's a good thing, a, a positive thing. Like she kept on saying that. And then uh, somebody brought up cocaine. First, she's like, oh, I've only done it a couple of times, not that much. Then like the one kid like brought up, he's like, oh yeah, dude, if I start doing coke, I do it all night, blah, blah, blah. I'll do it all weekend. She's like, ha, 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 oh my God, same. But you know, that's why I don't do it anymore. It's about positive, positive habit replacement. Me and, me and him are just sitting there both at the exact same moment looked at each other and we're like, this girl is an ex-cocor. This is what's going on. <laughs> she has no friends. She's yeah. used to being the social girl that just got cocaine from people, and now she has no friends. Yeah, she's going through some shit. She's going through some shit hard. She's explaining to me why she just she's getting a, a vape that has no nicotine in it. She's just sucking on unicorn farts. Then they just get, she goes from acting like she has no problems to just being like, oh, yeah, totally, positive replacement. I probably sucked dick for coke like a year ago. Like it's, what it, it's what it feels like the conversation was. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Yeah. It, it, she really like, and then she's like, I'll be, she's like, uh, I'm going to go up, blah, 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 blah. Are you going to be here? I'm like, yeah, I'll be hanging out watching. She's like, can you record my set? I told my friend out. She was going to come. I don't know where she's at, but she's supposed to record it. But I'm, if you can record it and I'm going to send it to you, I'd really appreciate it. I'm like, yeah, totally. And then I proceeded to stand there and watch her set and not record it, like in her face. Like, <laughs> It was bad, dude. She started with trying to be funny for a second. And then she's like, all right, that's not working. I I can sing. I was in choir. And she's like, ah. And everybody's like, Jesus Christ, dude. Like, <laughs> what are you doing? Shut the fuck up. <laughs> it was crazy. It was full, full exotic. Man, it was crazy. I, I had some good mics this week. I, I always do the nook when I'm up in that area. It's a it's a fun life out there at the open mics right now, man. I'm actually on the grape room list tonight. I signed up for that. I'm gonna go out and just be a dumb fucking public like always. It's fun. I almost entered a talent competition. Yeah, I just I'm gullible as fuck. Did I tell you in the past I followed a a Craigslist ad that said men's feet size twelve and up, $150 per session, like for photos of men's feet. So I followed it. And uh, pretty much, I sent pictures of my feet. The guy asked my information and like what size my feet were. Not like my name, just like my age, my feet, and this and that. And I was like, "What's the shoot for?" And he just never answered me. He never answered me after I sent him probably five pictures of my feet. Dude, that's weird. I know. I was. We were short on rent that month, and like I was on Craigslist just trying to make money for us. I was like, I'll sell pictures of my. I was like, I'll sell pictures of my fucking feet right now if I have to. <laughs> so, I haven't seen this. I'm on Craigslist all the time for side working gigs, and recently that specific ad that looks like the similar one I responded to in the past just came back up. And Christina's like, "Are you gonna sell your fucking feet pics again?" <laughs> I'm like, I fucking might. Dude. I was like, I'm, I'm smarter this time now. I'm not going to sell the merchandise without getting the money first. She's harassing about not getting payment. Oh my God. Can you imagine? Like, hey, do you remember me from three and a half years ago when I sent you my size 15 honkers? <laughs> you fucking pussy. That's hilarious. But what brought me up on this is that I, uh, <laughs> there was like a post that says, Open Mic Delaware needs people. So I'm thinking it's like Open Mic Comedy. No, it's some like fake talent competition like i want to read you the fucking i want to read you the fucking text back i got from these people i said hey is this an open mic or is this in delaware or is it a talk show because i got an email it was like uh next two rides 
be in your city looking for artists to join us on our Rolling Loud tour down in Miami. So if you'd like to come out and perform to win a slot, all artists need to bring is four to six songs because it's a song versus song battle, and it will be aired on our TV show, Next to Rise, Song versus Song. The venue charge is $20 to enter, and there's no charge to get on stage. So if you'd like to move forward, text back your stage name for the rules of the flyer. I was like, I thought this was for comedy. No, thanks. Good luck. And the guy was like, comedy is welcome. We get like five comedians in the New York show all the time. And we get about two in the Chester show. So at first I'm like, Chester show. What the fuck? It's not Delaware. It's Chester now. We still got slots open. If you like to perform, text back your stage name. I'm like, where is the Chester show at? I just want to know what I'm signing up for. I live local. So I know that I want to know the venue. Because June 17th at the Real Hulk Soundstage Arena at 51 East 9th Street in Chester, PA. Next two rides will be in your city looking for artists for our next Rolling Loud tour in Miami. So, like, pretty much what they're trying to do is get people to sign up, pay $20 at the door, do a shitty talent competition. If you win your local talent competition, they claim they're going to fly you to New York for their TV show. And then if you win on the TV show, you're going to travel with them to Miami and a couple different places this summer on their Rolling Loud tour. Dude, Rolling Loud's really big. Are they just stealing that? Yeah. You kidding me? 100%. So I found their page on Instagram, Next to Rise TV show. The 64 is a TV show competition for music artists to win cash and prizes. Weekdays at 9 p.m. on Apple, Roku, and Amazon TV. Has 400 followers. So uh, th- that's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. This guy tried talking me into that, dude. This is not real. Yeah, I know. It's definitely fake as hell. So yeah, that's that's what uh, I almost got on. I was almost big time. <laughs> I was about to be the next biggest thing, next to rise. That was your big break. You just get a talk show from it. You just get onto the View. <laughs> it's me with big hair and a talk show. Like today, we're talking about women's habits and health and tips and how to keep your breasts perky. Ladies! <laughs> you're just on the show. You're just like calling women fat pigs. <laughs> how awesome would it be if I just got to be Wendy Williams? No. <laughs> you're just sitting next to Wendy Williams? It'd be great. She just like hands me off. She's like, everyone, this is Declan. He's going to be the new me. I am taking a step back. She's just like talking <laughs> like Wendy Williams all the time. It's like, yes, child. Slut. What? Declan <laughs> Brooks, the new Wendy Williams. Say what? He's like, thank you, Wendy. That was quite fierce, bitch. That was quite fierce, dang ass hoe. <laughs> now, sluts, listen. <laughs> it's, just, it's just me talking to the crowd. First off, take your mimosas and fucking spike them because we're going to get wild. <laughs> I want you to get a fucking bigger glass and I want you to put more vodka in this mimosa this time because we're going to get fucking weird. <laughs> uh, that was a really good episode so far. I First off, I heard some rumblings, Raymond. Um, I want to just say that I don't want to put them out there. The Red Bandit said you're starting your own podcast. Are you fucking serious right now? No, I have. So I've had friends that keep telling me that I need to do my own show and basically cut you out of it because your voice is like a chalkboard is is what they said. Wow. Fuck your friends. They apparently. Oh, that's great. Tell them they can go fuck themselves. (laughs) And if they're listening, go fuck yourself. No, everybody I work with is like, I need to do just a show where I read random things. That's, that would be the entire show, like ASMR. Like what? Like what would you be reading? I had the idea of just reading menus from restaurants. 
interest. That's a thing? (laughs) Maybe. Somebody also said reading bedtime stories for children. Well, I've already told you. I've been telling Raymond this for a while. I gave him the tools. We set up the website. (laughs) I told Raymond he should be a voice actor for for a while now. Yeah. They actually told him he could have been the voice of Roger the Rabbit, just the retarded version. (laughs) Do you remember in the beginning when we first started this, how I told you I didn't want to talk whatsoever on the podcast? (laughs) And you were basically like, no, you have to. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Raymond wanted me just to rant at him, like, hey, can you just pretty much just talk at me and I'll just giggle in the background? Like, no, (laughs) no. Now look at you. I still don't want to talk. Yeah, I know. (laughs) But apparently my voice sucks. And everybody loves you. So I'll just go fucking kill myself. What am I gonna okay. do about it? It's not my fault. Are, are these real complaints or are you just fucking with me? This is serious. Raymond's got some sweet little setup in his apartment where he just sits with his tits out and yells at me. Yes. I'm in my fucking car right now, making the funnies for you people. You're just insulting me through my fucking shithead brother. They wonder. A2. Who's, who am I going to have to come down there and beat their fucking ass? Not Raymond? them. Not them. Others. Was it Tommy? No. <laughs> I'm not Don't tell me it was George. <laughs> Don't tell me it was George. No. Don't do this to me. Was yeah. it that one pussy that was talking that shit that one time and I told him to go fuck himself? Probably. <laughs> yeah, well, fuck him. Same answer as before. Fuck him. <laughs> yeah. It's just me, like, reading the Communist Manifesto. Some crazy shit. Like, I'll just start with, like, the, the Declaration of Independence. Yeah, I guess that would be a better podcast than this. Wow, Rim. Wow. Wow, sounds like a real good idea. I'll just go fuck myself. So far, I've heard you reading The Communist Manifesto and Menus. It's apparently better than me fucking talking at you for an hour. Yeah, but then you could be the producer for the show. Oh, yeah, because that's what I want to fucking do. (laughs) I don't know. Just ideas. I don't think I want to. We're just spitballing. We're just spitballing. Yeah. Sounds like we're going to have a Father's Day episode. We can. Makes the most sense. So stay tuned, everyone. You're going to get to see the uh, Father's Day Southeast Asian market extravaganza. What do you think, Raymond? Do you want to record it at the market? Dude, that's going to sound... There's going to be lots of, like, drums and... No, I'm kidding. Uh, Tambourines. We could. That's the thing. We just need to plug it in. (laughs) Yeah. We're in the middle of a park in South Philadelphia. You think they got plugs everywhere? There may be a fucking extension cord. There's there's a completely different type of plug than you think out there. Maybe. I don't know. It's a, dr- it's a drug joke. <laughs> yeah, it's been a fun one, Raymond. I should probably see you next week on Sunday for Father's Day. Um, come up. We're going to get super chunky. Have fun. Celebrate the Father's Day. And uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Again, RIP Ryan. You're the man, dog. This is episode 31. Thank you for listening and uh, say some prayers for the Rosario family. Raymond, do you want to say anything on the outros here? Guys, thanks for hanging out with us. If you could just call or leave a text, we really would appreciate it. That would be awesome. You could call us at 215-360-3451. Let us know what you think. We could talk about it on the pod if it's something good. Also, find us on Instagram. Follow Declan at Declan Loves Meatballs. Follow me at Ray underscore Brooks. E-R-O-O-X. And then follow the show at 555 Let Me Call You Back. And that is all of it. We'll see you next week, guys. Episode 32 coming at you live from Father's Day and maybe the Southeast Asian market in South Philadelphia. Raymond, as always, Godspeed. Be safe out there, and I'll see you next week. Goodbye. Goodbye. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed this episode. 
please rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. We would really appreciate the support. Find us on Instagram at 555-LET-ME-CALL-YOU-BACK and on Facebook at the Let Me Call You Back podcast. You can find comedian Declan Brooks on Instagram at Declan Loves Meatballs. See you next time.